0: This is Shutter Inc with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi and welcome <laughs> to episode <laughs> 470 of Shutter Inc. This is Bruce Williams Let from ShutterZinkPodcast.com and that there on the other end of Skype is Mr. Glenn Lavender from CreativePhotoworkshops.com.au.
1: And I have been all <laughs> week.
0: I'm sure you have. <laughs> I'm sure you have been for the last 50 plus years. <laughs> well, maybe maybe not from creativephotoworkshops.com.au for all of that time. But <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah. How's your week been? <laughs> uh, seven days? Yep. Yep, it's been that. I would
1: say, um, but it feels like one. It feels like, no, it feels like, like maybe three right. since we last talked,
0: right. I don't know. Are you allowed Give out a of cake? your house yet?
1: well, theoretically, as of midnight last night, yeah, you can start to yeah, you could know, like visit family or friends or whatever, oh, cool. or um, but, uh, yeah, I don't have any friends and I don't like my family. I mean, just <laughs> right. not, not gonna, go down well. Is it?
0: No, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm money being serious, you know that. Yeah, I think I think out is overrated. <laughs> I think I've got used to in. Right that. You know, I don't want to go out. I had to go out this morning. Yeah. I had no choice. I got a phone call at 7 in the AM, and that's never a good thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, as my father-in-law, which is never a good thing, because we're never – not just in general, but as a – yeah. Yep. If they're calling me, either my mother-in-law or my father, it's usually bad news Yeah, because they don't want to upset my wife, and it's my <laughs> job to do, to tell them. <laughs> right. So but here's the thing. My phone was a mute, so I didn't hear, and I was dead to the world because I've been sleeping, Bruce. Oh, excellent. I tell, tell you last week. Yeah? Then the week before last, like a switch, click. Wow. That's normal. How like bizarre. Completely normal. Not even remotely interrupted sleep, just back to seven hours or whatever, six hours sleep, bang. That is so weird. Like a switch has been flicked. It was just, and I had one bad night sleep since.
0: Yeah, right. And so how long did that period of not sleeping last? Seven weeks. Jeez. Seven, eight weeks.
2: Of, how did of, you yeah, function? Hour and a half.
1: Badly, mostly. Yeah, a hour and a half or so a night. You know, we get. We're talking about, you know, every every night, every single night. I wait till four thirty, five o'clock, and oh. then getting up at seven. You know, man, that's every single night for yeah for seven or eight weeks. Wow, and then, and then and and still, yeah, moderately functional, reasonably yeah. functional. <laughs> I mean, so I've done it before. This is probably my longest. Longest one of all, I would say. Yeah, but I'm, often I've had yeah four to six weeks. Yeah, right. And I can function reasonably well. And I can do a tour on two hours a night of sleep a night.
0: Yeah, right. And how often did you say these episodes hit you?
1: Oh, uh, once or twice a year. Oh,
0: man, that's harsh. Yikes. Well, man, I'm glad to hear that you're getting some sleep. That's great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a switch being flipped. Yeah, right. And, and, and sleep is turned on, yeah, which, which is, is the freakiest thing. Uh, it's like, I have many idiosyncrasies. I'll tell you another one I don't share with a lot of people. I hiccup once a day. Seriously? Hiccup a day, every day, at different times. Wow. To, to the point now, when it, when it happens, the kids go, oh, don't hiccup.
0: <laughs> <Keep track. laughs> every single day for I don't know
1: how many years,
0: 30, 40 years, I hiccup once a day. So you're saying it you just have one hiccup, not a whole batch of them? One, a single one. How bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Years. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Sometimes I can wake up in the morning and that one, seven o'clock and seven oh five I hiccup. <laughs> In the bed, and, you know, it's just almost late night, so anywhere during the day. There's no rhyme or reason to it whatsoever, you know. <laughs> another, another weird little uh, idiot lavenderism, yeah. it's bizarre. <laughs> it's very, rare. but they love it. It's like they they keep track of it daily, you know. <laughs> and the last, got a hiccup today, Dad. Did you had a hiccup? Well wow. that's so kind of odd. I said uh, there was a reason why I was bringing that up. I've, I've waffled for so long now that it's, it's – it's, um, I mentioned i have been sleeping.
0: You did? That's great. God. <laughs> Hasn't improved your memory, apparently.
1: Oh, that's not done anything for my memory. Right. What are we doing tonight? Uh, there was something no, – something. how's your week been? I heard you've had a fabulous time at work. Oh, gee.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't want to revisit it.
1: <laughs> don't start. Um, have
0: you done anything photographic? Have you thought of anything photographic? Have you I've cleaned a cleaned lens. I thought about doing something, but there you go. I didn't actually get to do anything. <laughs> ah, so sometimes, just the, just the I took I took stuff. the camera out of the camera bag and I put my 15mm manual focus wide-angle lens on it and I put it in the the bag and then that put it I, back in the bag <laughs> no 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 i put it in the bag that i carry to work today and i took it with me today and then i had to wow. go out to do some just some grocery shopping for work cuz i sort of handle the petty cash and the little incidental purchases that the business needs like you know biscuits and milk and you know hand yeah. wash and stuff like that uh, so as i was heading out the door to wander to the shops which was oh probably about a kilometre walk each way, I thought, oh, I'll just take the camera with me just in case I see something, but I didn't see anything that inspired me enough to actually get it out and shoot anything. But I at least had it with me. <laughs> That's not <isn't> I <laughs> it took some photos of my iPhone whilst I was on a walk. He took photos of
1: your iPhone. No, with my iPhone. Oh, with I your for, I, went, right. I went for a walk, and, and using, using my uh, black and white app called Tintype, I did a few little, yeah, Things and did a little collage and
0: posted little that. streetscapes.
1: Was, uh, but I, I did, I did on the weekend. I did do um, a series of little mini photo shoots with El kiddos. Yeah, because um, I'm because tomorrow I'm doing the live stream Tamron. Ah, oh, yes, live stream um, chat about portraits while stuck at home. Yep, and because uh, only way to do it is to I had to shoot the shoot the fo- the photo just to know what we were going to talk about, and I had to shoot the videos. I'll be doing it because you yeah. couldn't going kind to of do it
0: live easily. Yep. Um, now, now, before you continue on, yeah. that will be in the past by the time this podcast comes out, but will it be available to stream after the event?
1: No idea. Right. But I might build the videos up on YouTube anyway. So there's six little mini shoots that I did. Yeah, right. And all six videos. And these are all, okay, these are beginning to end of shoot videos. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and the whole lot, all six shoots go for 18 minutes. Wow. <laughs> There's how many locations There's one, two, three Four locations Yep And six different types of shop Nice And uh, so I've got either my nine-year-old or twelve-year-old holding the phone Yep Filming me shooting the other kid, right,
2: right.
1: <laughs> so I'm either photographing the nine-year-old with the twelve-year-old videos, or photographing the twelve-year-old by the nine-year-old videos, and everything's looking uphill because she's, she's <laughs> and it's all handheld on the phone. It's only shot with a phone, yeah. so the quality's fabulous and the sound's awesome, <laughs> except of course the sound there. So because every now and then you see a kid's fingers sort of drift over the lens, right. so that's quality nice. And uh, and then what I didn't know at the time is that my twelve-year-old's battling a bit of a nose sniffles. Oh, no. So you're filming away and you hear... Oh, <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> like every 30 seconds. Like. or oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> So uh,
1: so so it did uh, look I mean the photos are pretty pretty basic stuff that I don't, you know yep. you know any, anyone anything on fire kind of stuff. But uh, there's, so there's high key, there's low key, there's uh, how to create a bit of mood, how to keep it light and gentle and all that kinda of, so there's a bit of a bit of variety.
0: And were you using flash or was it just all natural no, light? No, all
1: natural light. okay I, 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 I had to try and make it as simple as possible yeah. for anyone who's watching who doesn't, even if it's using a phone Yeah, right. they are gonna be able to do this kind of thing. Yeah, cool. So just a Little, little series, that was that was, that was yeah. It was like you know, like you put it off. Oh, I'll do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Oh, <laughs> oh damn! I better do it. We're going <laughs> to run out of time. And it ended up being a lot less painless. Yeah, I said the whole thing. And they're all done in one take. So there was no multiple takes. Oh, nice. So the whole thing. I think except for one swear, I think I had to swear, or like I was like five seconds in, and one of the kids did something stupid. Right. So it was like one one retake. Yeah, but the rest are all, all one take shots. So. Nice. It was one. There's no, there's no fakery to it. It's just, the, that's and although, great. almost, almost all the photos I'm showing are JPEG straight out of camera. Yeah, right. And no, no post production uh, on the images. Oh, that's uh, awesome. There's a couple, of, a, couple of, a little bit of, little bit of effect on just for because they're they like a header images sort of thing to make it a little right. bit prettier. Yep. But uh, but nothing other than that. So that was a good couple of hours, and then then uh, it's all shot on the phone. Uh, as the the photos on the camera, so the, so the video is shot on the phone. Then I had to get the photos onto the phone from the camera. Yeah. So I was, the computer I use to do to un- un- download all my photos wasn't allowing me to up- upload to Dropbox for some stupid reason. Oh. Okay. So I had to then get a, a USB key onto that, take the photos, so I took the photos from the camera onto the computer, did the tweaking that I needed to do there, then put them onto USB key, then take them to another computer, then upload them to Dropbox, then get the phone, get on the drop- them onto Dropbox, download this one the phone, <laughs> <laughs> and then put them all with the iMovie on the phone, and, oh, and put all, all the little all all the movies together on the phone. Yeah? So it's, it's quite amazing that what you can do. You know, with the phone. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Did, did I share? I don't know if I shared uh, my travel phone, photo, video that we did. Oh, you you, sh- you were shooting a pilot for the series. Yeah, I don't think I shared it on, on on our on our podcast from memory, but uh, uh, so it's kind of done uh, as best as can be. That we had to stop shooting because of yeah yeah the stuff. And, is this um,
0: still the trailer that runs for thirty minutes, or is this the the actual episode? So it's not a trailer. He put together. He put together
1: like a a, a shortened pilot, which is for like about eight minutes or something. Like oh, that. okay, so right. I, I never actually watched it. And so uh, I very briefly thought tonight that we're going to uh, dial in Tamron Australia. Uh, had the people who import Tamron into Australia mm-hmm. also do all this video broadcasting stuff? They have this big division that does all this. So anyway, so I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to be doing a, a lot live stream. Um, chat with Tamron australia yeah uh, then they say we don't do a, a quick video check tonight at five thirty. i said oh yeah no worries and got it at five thirty and at yeah, five they're still oh we're having some issues with the video i'm going what you press zoom on <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then their uh, 550 comes and said guys i've got to t- have the kids at karate in 10 minutes including setting up so you know <laughs> you got like two bits so we'll do it tomorrow morning but then, then the guy who's sending up the video popped on for just a second, and they've got this entire like virtual newscasters setup, <laughs> you know, where you've got you know, the big screens in the back, yeah. and you, there's a bit the big fake <laughs> you know, the new, you know, broadcaster bench you yeah. behind. So it looks like it's going to be a little bit beyond uh, <laughs> beyond uh, just just a basic little chat of video to video. So right, that's the problem. You, see, you get involved with people who do stuff, and then they want to do stuff.
0: So have you got a green screen you can put behind you? No, well, this, I don't know how to do it. Well, Yeah, so I don't know. Well, exactly you,
1: don't, what to do. you, you
0: don't have to worry about punching out the, the green screen, but I'm thinking if you can at least film on a on a consistent background that they can key out. I know. That's out. Okay. That's
1: why I don't want to do the video, but today the <laughs> test today. You know, leave it short. we will do the test on Friday morning for a Friday afternoon um.
0: <laughs> session. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so if if you if anyone actually gets to have seen it. And um, it's just me chatting some bloke. The video didn't right. work.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: we'll see. So that's, that's going to be a bit, a little bit of fun. Excellent. So getting that organised this week. that's I've been doing that little bit of photo. Uh, of course, homeschooling, of course, that's been taken a, uh, <laughs> a little bit. And I've been watching, I've been watching um, some live streams from different photo people around the world. I'll tell you, I am absolutely disgusted in nearly every one of them. Why? For their lighting. Their lighting is so damn bad. Really? Yeah, you're, you're doing video chats, right? And some of them, you can only see half of them as a silhouette because they've got only one, one, like, a window sort of coming from behind oh. and you can't really see. This is, a bloody, this is professional, bloody uh, organ- photographic organisations. Really? How do you even put a big stamp on, for God's sake, you know? That's appalling. Uh, a professional video guy is watching one today. A professional video guy. Yeah. He's wearing a baseball cap. Oh, right. God. the light's coming from above. Oh. So you can see all of his face, you can hardly see his bloody eyes. <laughs> and this is professional, this is guy's a professional. It's like just some basic, yeah. But someone needs to do a video on how to do basic bloody zoom well, lighting.
0: The thing that gets me is there are so many amazing filmography, you know, uh, YouTube channels. Yeah, I'm thinking of guys like yeah, Peter McKinnon. Yeah. I'm thinking of guys like Josh Yo. make art now. Um, you know, these guys have amazing lighting on their little office setups. So why is it so much harder for anyone else? So there's else? a prof- professional video,
1: videographer. Yeah. Can't get decent lighting. That's he's bizarre. Face. like, no, I'm, not, I'm not typing in there. Yeah. <laughs> <season." laughs> But you know, you know me. I'm not the confrontational. I'm not the angry kind of type. So I let I, I, I so quiet and didn't say anything. You hold yeah. your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you have to. You know, it's for their own. have to say, you know. Now, I, I, I was on a Tamron. There's a website on Facebook called, uh, there's a page on Facebook called Tamron Lenses. Right. It's not run by Tamron. I don't know who put it up there, but it's just up there. called. But I'm on it, and a few other people I know are on it. And yeah. the people come in all the time, they're either complaining about Tamron or saying how fantastic Tamron or asking questions about Tamron or demanding why Tamron aren't making such and such lens. And most <laughs> of the time i just put back, I don't know why didn't you ask Tamron. Yeah. I don't know why didn't you ask Tamron, <laughs> tamron kind of thing. But, uh, but somebody was bleating. Uh, there's this one guy, he's on this page all the time. Yeah. And almost always he jumps on and says, oh, Tamron lens is a crap. You should have bought a Sigma. Or, and, <laughs> and yeah, you know, his whole purpose of being on the thing is to tell people how crap Tamron are. Right. Yeah. You know? And then I was, I was, I was stoked because I, I said, said, yeah, you're an idiot, basically. Once again, I couldn't quite hold my tongue on that one. You're an idiot. I, was, I called him out. But then a guy called Roger Sakala came on, okay. on, on on the page and said, no, nah. Tamron lenses are like Sigma lenses, are like Tamron lenses, are like Nikon lenses, are like Canon lenses, are like, like, like every brand of lens in the world, have no variation in failure rate. Yeah. Because this guy Roger Sakar looks after Lensrental dot Right, he's a guy he disassembles all lenses and tests everything and smashes them <laughs> and does it, yeah gouges the front elements of lenses and shoots and says every single brand of lens has almost an identical failure rate. Wow. Yeah, I think he looks after two hundred thousand lenses in lens rentals. Wow. Got, yeah, and I'm gonna say if anyone's going to know. Yep. If one brand, brand A, B, C, or D are worse than the others, it would be him. Yep. And then when he comes out, so I mean that gives you confidence that yeah. as far as quality goes, you can kind of go out and buy anything these days, and you're you're going to be pretty secure. Yeah. Or at least it, Well, not that the lens is going to be the good as far as quality is concerned. But
0: I was going to say sure. that the only, the only variable then is the quality of the optics themselves.
1: So so that's that's kind of. Fun. Satisfying, I thought. Yeah. So, so that was yeah. that was my week in you know, crankiness and photography. thing <laughs> 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 Really? when you think about it?
0: Yeah. So yeah. well, that's it. That's all I got. Well, i got to i got to yeah. say something that I noticed this week. You you know you you're making some progress on your YouTube channel when your monthly. Viewer stats, like the, the time watched, goes from being reported in hundreds of thousands of minutes <laughs> to being reported in hours.. <laughs> Whoa. So I, th- I thought, oh that's, um-. so that's
1: hundreds of thousands of minutes. Mm. hours of
0: the- to- And so now it's hundreds of thousands of hours? Well, no, because it's only 60 minutes to an hour, Bruce. That's- I going to say one hour. Yeah, but, but for some reason, it was expressed in minutes right up until like 290,000 watched minutes per month. And obviously, at the 300,000 minute mark, they've, or maybe it was 360,000 minutes. I don't know. Because now it's suddenly saying, you know, 3.3 thousand 3, hours for the month.
1: Maybe Change it to everybody because
0: it's not too hard. To well, think. oh well, so I, su- I suppose that's a possibility too. But I would have thought, like, when hundreds of thousands
1: of minutes. I am confused.
0: Well, the thing is that when it when it's a very small channel and it's only just getting started, trying to express it in you know thousands of hours, it would be like zero point zero 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 five <laughs> yeah, thousand hours. Yeah. The hundreds of thousands of minutes make <laughs> yeah. you feel good I am Hundreds
1: of thousands of minutes. Yes, anyway. Sure
0: it's hundreds, not just thousands of
1: minutes?
0: Yes, it was thousands of minutes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, but 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 it, but it was expressed until until last week it was saying like two hundred and ninety thousand watched minutes for the for the month.
1: That's good that's a good number.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a good number. I'm, I'm, I'm just over 6,100 subscribers now.
1: Yeah, but if they're watching 300,000, they're watching how many, how, many, how, many, how many subscribers?
0: 6,100. Okay, so, so... But you got to remember, there's a lot of people watching it who are not subscribers. If we assume that only one in 10 people actually hits the subscribe button, then it's probably 60,000 people watching the content. Yeah. Yeah. Well...
1: What are you doing to get more subscriptions?
0: Um, nothing. It's just growing. It's just growing organically. Every time make I put product- up
1: those things, uh, make sure you hit
0: likes and subscribe. yeah, yeah, bell, yeah, but- yeah, I promote all that stuff, but I'm not advertising anywhere outside of YouTube.
1: Make a suggestion for my ha- So, yeah. So, you, you, that, when, the, if you get to ten thousand subscribers, mm-hmm. okay, so do a promote. To get to ten thousand subscribers, and when you hit ten thousand subscribers, you'll give each and every one of those subscribers a free copy of Dark Table. <laughs>
2: nice.
0: Nice. <No? laughs> yeah. On the platform of your choice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so I would have to say that you are the biggest dark table channel. Yes, yes. I mean, as, as one of my favourite bands is a band called They Might Be Giants. So, yes, yeah, or, Thirty odd years ago, they were asked, "What's it like being, yeah, uh, the, the biggest independent band in the world?" Which they were at the time. They said, "It's like being the world's tallest midget." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh nice. Uh,
1: So you could go to Darktable. So here I'm coming from. You could go to Darktable and say, "Look, how about we do something special, special, right?" And are there plugins for Darktable?
0: No. Are there?
1: uh, Can you get an exclusive two-week early release of the next edition? Something. Say, guys, I want to grow the channel so I can promote (laughs) your thing that you're making nothing out of. Yeah. (laughs) Right. For more.
0: (laughs) You've got to understand though, Darktable is not a company. It's, it's, also like the it's not like Adobe. It's it's not a company. It's basically just eleven different software developers around the world who collaboratively contribute to. Oh, it's like anonymous. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, we will rebuild him. What do they say? <laughs> the Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We are anonymous.
0: Something like that. I'm That's
1: yeah. what they say. <laughs> so so what's, what's, what's the dark table slogan?
0: We are dark. We? <laughs> there isn't one. <laughs> well,
1: there you go. How about a, 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 a caption a slogan? To, you can get something get that to ten thousand. Well, you you get to
0: one hundred thousand, and um, YouTube will send you a a, a plaque. Yeah, that's you right. Hundred thousand,
1: hundred thousand forwards. Yep, yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway, so, so how do they make money out of dark table?
0: They don't. But why would you do it then? Because they love image editing and they don't want to pay for overpriced subscription software and they know how to write code and so they do this thing out of the goodness of their own hearts.
1: I don't understand.
0: <laughs> the businessman in you would not. <laughs> how fascinating. I, I saw I saw somebody on the uh, on the on the Facebook group today. Yeah, he group. quoted like he what put now? the little at symbol before he wrote my name as he was writing his comment, and he and he said Bruce Williams is a treasure to the community, to the Dark Table community. And I thought, oh, that's really lovely.
1: Buried six feet under a beach somewhere. Pirate
0: treasure? Yeah, that's the one. So I I, I said, oh, well, thank you very much for the kind words. That was a free copy. Yes. Can you charge on YouTube? Charge what? Can you charge a dollar for your videos? (laughs) I'm sure Google is charging money to the advertisers, but I don't get the same cut that Google gets.
1: You can't charge people a dollar to watch your videos?
0: No as i've said to you before i've set up a patreon account and i've got yeah. 26 or 28 patreon supporters and That's i exactly. and i make more money out of that in a month yeah. than i make out of the google revenue from youtube <laughs> off 6100 <laughs> subscribers <laughs> no. anyway but i just thought it was interesting that the um, the way the uh, monthly minutes watched has now become hours watched you're right. Maybe well, they did may, change it, it for everybody. It may not
1: have been interesting, but we certainly milked it for 10 minutes of the podcast.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Shall we cover some stories then?
1: Did, reading this, <laughs> that did remind me of something,
0: though. Oh, okay.
1: Something I was talking about. earlier. Why I went, to this I went <laughs> out this morning? Out
0: this morning. we come back full circle. Some somebody's been sitting there for 20 minutes, going, but I didn't. To find out why he went out, he went out, <laughs> you go out, he went out. There's something about his father-in-law <laughs> calling at seven o'clock in the morning.
1: Yeah, right. And it's good news, and then we lost him. <laughs> it's a coincidence. I don't know where, which rabbit hole we've been down there. <laughs> but Twenty minutes ago, I said that my father-in-law called at seven o'clock in the morning. Yep. I had my phone on mute, so I didn't hear it. I was dead asleep. Oh, I've been sleeping, Bruce. <laughs> That's what went <he> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned mentioned that I've been sleeping. Yes. And we've been on oh, that rabbit hole. Yes. So the phone call the phone rings. Then, yeah. So then it then rings my wife. Yeah. And she went so she's of course straight away Oh what's what's going on? Yeah. So my father in law took a fall last night at the gym. Right. Right. And uh, rather impressively, he's wearing rubber gloves. You the rubber gloves everyone's wearing these days for COVID? You know, oh okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Those thin, those thin rubbery. Yeah, condoms for your hands. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's And he's holding his water bottle. He's got his foot trapped in like his exercise bike, and he's fallen, right? Smashed onto the ground, and somehow through the fabric of the glove, he's managed to cut his hand open in about an eight-inch long, about five-inch deep cut. How? And not damage the glove.
0: (laughs) So what's bizarre? The glove filled with blood. Wow! And broke his elbow. Oh, jeez. And
1: so that's his right-hand side, and landed, smashed, landed on his, his left knee, oh. and now it looks like he's breaking his kneecap, his left knee. Oh, no. <laughs> so I get so-called seven in the morning. He managed to get to a GP last night. and They've got a bandage up his hands, and he's going to need surgery to put it back together. Yeah, so, but he couldn't be, he couldn't move. So I had to go down to the house, get him from the house into the car mother in law couldn't carry him or you know, move yep. him. And yep. they can't call an ambulance because an ambulance only so takes you to the nearest local hospital. Oh. And where his GP and the surgeon was good, isn't this nearest local hospital, and he just booked in for that uh, mm. straight away. So I had to drive down there, manhandle him into the car in screaming pain. Oh. Um, and then went off and I came back home. So I had an hour and a bit out, which is, you know, okay, because, okay, sure, it wasn't too good for him, but I had a nice time out. The weather was nice. <laughs> Grab a
0: grab a takeaway coffee on the way home. <laughs> I was tempted, but I didn't. Yeah, right. And look, I, know is, I know this is fascinating, but I just had the kick-up of
1: the day. Just Are just, you kidding? just happened just just then. <laughs> just just yeah. <you> know. <laughs> so we've got back to we've got back to, to twenty minutes ago about my father-in-law. Now we've come to the up of the day. We can move forward from here,
0: Bruce. Fantastic. <laughs> I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week, we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running. The link will be in the show notes. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. Okay, so my first story is the GDT, which is the German Society for Nature Photography. But yeah, yeah, the D and the I have no idea. I'm sure they're German words, and the D is probably Deutsch or something like that. Anyway, they have just released the winners for the nature photography of the year. And oh, uh, what can you see the winner? Yeah, yeah, the hair with its yeah. ears. Completely, it's a completely manufactured image. Is it? Other than the
1: fact that the, you go, the, the, the hair, hair was there, but every ounce of light, every ounce of look is Photoshop. Every ounce of blur, every ounce of everything about it is Photoshop. Why do you say that? Because it's a common book in portraits. Every <laughs> Tom, Dick, and Larry in the world is doing that exact same look with kidney portraits, or girls
0: in autumn colours, or sunsets. and pl- Are, you suggest- Are you suggesting it was a dead rabbit? I'm suggesting they propped him up on a stick. No, I
1: think that, I think I think they sprayed some hair store on it first, <laughs> so it wasn't dead, but it also frozen it in it's spot. Fr- um, I just sent you through an image. I just sent through an image on Skype to
0: you. He's not dead. He's just sleeping. Sleeping. the image just for came the fjords. Did hey? you see the image that just came through? No. Came, came through where? On Skype. That's why I keep saying on Skype. Oh, on Skype. Oh, okay. Right. So where did that image no, come no, from? No, no, it's
1: a giveaway. Be saying
0: on Skype over and over again. <laughs> where did that image come from?
1: Well, I stole it off the internet. There's a guy called Jake Olson. This is his look. All the oh time. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Jake. Olson. see. Olsen, look, yeah. at, look at the shot. Look yep. at the light. Yep, yep, yep. Look at the type of light. The, the yep. type of blue. It's exactly the same, isn't yep, it? It is. Yep, This is one of about ten thousand I could have shown you. Right. So I'm sorry. Pretty as the picture is, mm. there's nothing imaginative about the shot except someone's taking a nice, pretty picture of a hair and be- Jesus, but he photoshopped it, doing like everyone else's <laughs> photos in the world at the moment. Right. It, it's as bad as someone giving the photograph to a photograph of a tent at night with a light inside and the Milky Way <laughs> over the top, some guy on a bench pointing a torch <laughs> at the sky. I mean, it ain't nothing new, it ain't nothing that's different. Yeah. It ain't nothing that's prizeworthy, top of the range, best <laughs> German, we can't pronounce, photography club things, so. so he put it other initials thing. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Okay. I'm, I'm, <sighs> but there's some, there's some of the other images in there, I like. Just looked at that one It turned me off so much. I okay. just chose not to. I like the fourth fourth place mammals with the uh, the bandicoots coming down the tree. I like that one.
1: Here past Okay, so the birds is all right. Number two. Blurry birds, that looks familiar. I've seen that somewhere recently. So one almost identi- I saw one almost identical the other day on a Tamron broadcast. Right. The next one down, nothing special. The birds is, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. The high-key, so high-key um, nature photography is becoming a bit of a thing.
0: Right. Are you talking about the fourth place for birds? Yeah. Yep. The,
1: the high, so A friend of mine, uh, Lisa Langell, the uh, Tamron USA oh, yeah. ambassador, She's just got front cover of Outdoor Photography Magazine with a high-key uh, photograph of a bison. Oh, nice. And she does lots of high-key stuff, and that's yeah. becoming very popular. You know what the difference between a bison and a buffalo is, don't you, of course? No. You can't wash your hands in a buffalo. Say again? You can't wash your hands in a buffalo, but you can in a bison. The base Oh, anyway. oh. <laughs> uh, well, Okay. <laughs> what the buffalo say is his kid went off to college?
0: Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Um, okay. uh, the raccoons. Which one did you like? Yeah, that, the raccoons. Whatever. Yeah, I, the raccoons. Yeah. Is good. Yeah, that's
1: cool. And I like and, I like and I like the the
0: oh. one after it too. The uh, winner of other animals, the mud en- mud encrusted crocodile. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's cool too. And uh, the the uh, the
1: holy mackerel, the next one down. Yep. Yeah, I mean. It's, 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 all these other ones are good. Yeah. Yeah. But go down, go down two down from the tuner, whatever it is, and there's a, there's a mushroom photo. Yep. Put a hair there, same shot. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, the next one down the tree. Yeah. Put a hair there, same shot. <laughs> it's, it's, come on, it's not the same. It's all s- those three shots are, are thematically identical. You could put all three of them together in a triptych and they would not be out of place.
0: They would certainly be consistent for the colour palette.
1: Yeah, and the, the out-of-focus blur. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that Sky, in that one with the tree, I'm sure that's a, a Luminar 4 Sky. Oh, okay. I because i have
2: confused myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> no! Oh, no! <laughs> I'm
1: keep looking down here a little bit further so there's I can pick on. Um, waterfalls, drone shots... The last one it's a bit painfully. The last one is just the wave. Yep. Second place water. That's pretty cool.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, uh, there's a couple of images there I liked. Uh, and the only other story that I have was one that you had as well. Uh, and that was Nikon with their uh, expecting That's extraordinary a, losses.
1: So, you can only imagine this is the first of many. Yeah. They're all going to go, hang on, fellas. Yeah. Yeah, you know how we were teetering on the brink before. Guess what?
0: <laughs> the thing I found interesting about this is there's a chart uh, in the uh, in this blog post on DIYPhotography.net, and basically they were saying that their previous forecast before the whole you know coronavirus thing blew up. Was that they were looking at revenue of 620 million yen. Their revised forecast is 591 million yen, and that represents a change of minus 4.7%. And I thought to myself, that's actually not that big a hit given how disruptive the coronavirus thing has been to the world economic stage. in general, you know, I thought for a, for an industry that was already suffering really badly to only take a 5% hit because of the pandemic, I thought they actually got out of it lightly.
1: Wait till the next quarter.
0: Oh, okay. Is this just quarterly? No,
1: I'd imagine so. Or even if it's yearly, when, when did it end? Beginning of uh, end of February?
0: No, this is revised consolidated financial forecast for the fiscal year ending March 31, 2020. But, yeah, you're right. The first quarter of the Ending next March
1: 31st, yeah. Y- yeah. So, so realistically, it ain't hit yet. Yeah, the first quarter of the, the next orders, year is going to The hit. orders for all that stuff would have gone in in January and December. Yeah, right. Because, I mean, they're, they're, not sh- they're not taking orders in March in Japan and shipping to America or wherever in, in March. Yeah, true. They're taking orders in February. They're taking orders in January. That's yeah, why well, you do forecasts. Yeah. Okay, this new camera's coming out. How many do you want in January, February, March, April? and you forecast roughly what you want. This is where, where Blood Alley in Melbourne always used to get, it was always a tricky thing to do because let's say some Nikon were releasing, as they are about to release in a couple of weeks' time, the new the D6. D6. yep. Yeah. You'd have 10 people walk into the store and say, do you have the D6 yet? And you'd go, no, it's coming a couple of weeks. Yep. You know? And then and the staff would be saying to the owners and the, the people running the place, oh, we had 10 people a day wanting D6s and we couldn't supply them. But those then ten people would then go up to the next store, fifty feet up, say D six. No, <laughs> then they go up to the next store, D six. No, then, so as far as these four or five stores are concerned, there's forty or fifty people looking for D sixes. Yeah, no, there's ten. <laughs> yeah, but there's ten that've been in every single store. You yeah, know? so it's really hard. It was really hard to gauge actual realistic yeah. Um, interest. Yeah, and what what realistic potential sales could be because you don't know, and then. And they've been in four times asking that question.
0: Yeah, right.
1: You know, and which is what they tend to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so over the course of the, the course of the week, you've had fifty or sixty inquiries, but it's from fifteen people. Yeah. And those sixty inquiries are two hundred and forty in the street. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the one block difference between these stores, so it was yeah, it was a tough business to try and to try and forecast. Well, you know, how many of these items are we actually going to need? Yeah. And. Um, yeah. So, but so yeah. So yeah, I would say yeah. If they've only got a five percent drop, maybe that five percent was you know a normal drop. Yeah. It, it just or well, they predicted it to be low, and it was a little bit lower than they thought. The next one could be thirty or forty percent drop off. Yeah. Right. Because they surprised at five percent. I'm surprised. That's a bloody miracle if it's five percent. Yeah. Because let's face it, here in Australia, majority of camera stores have been closed. Yeah. Yep. There's some people buying online, but a lot of people go, oh, hang on a sec, is my job secure? Is when do I go back to work? Will there be a job when I go back to work? You know? yeah. In America, 20 billion people lost their jobs in a month.
0: Yeah, They're yeah, not right.
1: buying cameras. All no. the money they got, their settlement pay, when they all lost their jobs. So, uh, yeah, all the financial impact of the singers hasn't even really started. I yeah. Think,
0: you know? yeah, good point. We'll see, we'll see that. I'm sorry, can you just, that you <laughs> I said, "Good point." i would love to hear that. Just uh,
1: when you when you um, edit this, then just just amplify that a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. right.
0: uh, Rob Coates wrote to us. Yeah and said, G'day Inks, I was interested to hear in episode 469 more of David Marlin's impressions oh, of good. progressing from a crop no, sensor camera. He
1: impressions, David. I've seen him. He's crap. at <laughs> yeah, the, from, a,
0: impression. from a crop sensor camera to a full frame. I thought that a full frame meant that it was better for shooting in low light, not something that I do much, and that you could make prints large enough to fully cover the lounge room wall with great resolution. Again, not my thing. However, David talked about a new Vista opening up with his wide angle lens and a new view of the world. He also mentions increased depth of field. I'm going to stick my neck out here and ask you for some serious advice as follows.
2: <laughs>
0: if I lash out and buy a full frame prosumer level camera such as a Nikon D780 to replace my trusty but aging D7000, a Will I need to buy new lenses? I currently have a Nikkor 18-200, a Nikkor 10-24 and a Tekina 100 macro. B. If I can use these on a D780, the mount appears to be the same. Will I be at a disadvantage with B-grade lenses? David mentioned that he's glad he invested in full frame lenses to start with. What does that mean? C. The depth of field comment intrigued me. How does a full frame affect this? I mainly shoot lenses landscape, architectural and macro photos, and print very little, mainly posting online to Flickr. So I'm wondering whether spending somewhere north of three grand is worth it, given my modus operandi. Any serious advice will be much appreciated. Regards, Rob Coates. Well, I'm going to do something almost unheard of in the annals of our 400
1: and however many episodes, Bruce. What's that? I'll be serious for a minute. Okay. First up, the new Vista is because David uh, bought full-frame lenses. His Tamron 15 to 30 on his previous Nikon uh, Canon camera, his crop sensor camera, looked like a 24 mil lens. Yep. Okay. So it didn't look like didn't look wide like a 15 mil. So when he put it on the, the full-frame camera, all of a sudden that new vista was the extra width that he'd always been missing. Yep. And Rob, you've got a 10 to 24, which gives you the viewpoint of about a 16 mil. It doesn't. It's not. It's about as wide as what David's getting. So your Vista and his Vista would look kind of the same.
0: Okay, so uh, the, no new Vista there. the only uh, thing I would ask is, are the lenses that Rob Coates has? Well, yeah, get, I'm getting there.
1: I'm getting there. I'm okay. getting there. I've got lots, I've got lots, lots yeah. to Okay. Back so first up, so let's address the new Vista issue. Yep. Yeah. The, the, the Vista is, is basically that he's been using lenses that – so it's exactly the same as your 100mm macro – uh, Rob, on, on, on your um, 7,000, is approximately 160mm macro. It's a much more powerful lens. You put that onto a D780, you lose all that extra 60mm of power. You're back to 100mm macro. It's going to look quite different than what you're used to. Because that, cause the 100mm is designed for a 35mm sensor. You're using a smaller sensor. It has the viewpoint effectively looking like a 160mm focal range your 18 to 200 and 10 to 24 are designed for crop sensor but the numbers don't mean squat so your 18 to 200 is really like a 24 to 2 to 300 something like that and uh, or no, 28 to
0: 300 sorry, 28 to 300 but hang on and you're, ten- you're saying that his 18 to 200 is 200 dis- is, is designed, designed you said just a minute ago yeah. that that lens was designed for a crop sensor
1: yeah, but the numbers mean squat.
0: But, but it does mean that if you put that on a full-frame sensor, won't it mean that at its widest you're going to get uh, a non-rectangular image? No, because the way Nikons work
1: is it'll go from being an FX sensor, so, which is full-frame, they call it the full-frame, it has a switch which it'll go to DX sensor mode, where it only captures the middle part of the sensor, and you're back to having the same viewpoint you've been used to, 18 to 200. Ah, oh, okay. Okay, so you're not going to get that rectil- circular so, image inside of a square. Inside okay. of a rectangle. So your 18 to 200 is a. So, yeah, so, so we'll address the quality issue. The 18 to 200, the 10 to 24 kit lenses. David bought the TRO lenses, so there's definitely an image quality difference. So if you want to step up to a full frame camera, you're going to just step up your lenses to. Really see a difference. So instead of a three thousand dollar investment, you're talking about five and a half thousand or more investment. Uh, and you can't yeah. get a lens like an eighteen to two hundred for a pro camera. This just, just exists. No, yeah, yeah. uh, Tamron's got a great thirty-five to one hundred fifty, It's sharp as a nun's tongue, but it's still not a pro lens. It's it's, it's but for what most people haven't used it for. It's darn good, but it would never be considered yeah, a pro lens. Um, so I would heartily say, Rob, no. If you don't do much of low... So going back to the low-light thing, which I meant, they shoot better in low-light. They don't shoot better in low-light. They shoot exactly the same in low-light as any other camera. The end result is better. But they have better yeah, performance. Yeah, the performance is better in that there's less noise in the photo at any given ISO. So if you have the shoot it,
0: and, and Rob... That comes down to the fact that the photo sites are further apart from each other, which reduces the heat transference between them, and that reduces the amount of noise yeah, when we're they talking about generate.
1: noise, we talk about signal noise. It doesn't actually make a noise. It's not like oh, so yep. uh, in. No, yeah, no, no I know about, that. I'm talking about everyone else is listening. So, so we're talking about static, basically. So imagine you back in the days of TVs, we'll be at analog TV. When the reception wasn't very good, it was kind of getting a bit snowy. And when the reception was good, it was quite clear. Yep. That's kind of a good analogy. As you increase your ISO, your reception's getting worse and your picture starts getting snowier and snowier. So, to me, that's a great visual clue as to how ISO affects your picture quality. Now, basically, with a full-frame camera, your camera's closer to the TV antenna. <laughs> it makes any sort of object whatsoever. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you don't shoot low light a lot, I would say, n- and you're happy enough, and let's face it, for online, that 10 to 24 is a really good lens, that 10-100mm macro is a stonkingly good lens, and 80 to 200 is serviceable, be generous to it, the, most of mm-hmm. those lenses are yeah, reasonably good, but online they're not going to look fine, for what most people are doing. I don't really think you've got any justification for buying
0: new, sorry. For new lenses? Or a new body it is seven thousand still working fine. Yeah,
1: and, and he's not headbutting the problem of noise.
0: Yeah, the one the one thing I would say though, Rob, is even though you may not shoot a lot of low light stuff right now, if you did have a new camera that performed better in low light, you would probably find yourself experimenting with low light a lot more because you would be getting images with less lo- noise in them.
1: Well, my camera does amazing shots at twelve thousand eight hundred. I'm still not yep. like going out at night time to take photos, Bruce. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. So it on the, So my point of saying that is it depends on the sort of person, the sort of photography, the when you like to do your photography, the, yeah. the things that float your boat. But certainly, if you like architecture, architecture can look pretty darn awesome at night, especially if it's lit. Yep. So there might be a there might be a, a, a justification. In that case, yep. what I would say, though, I would go out and buy a three- or four-year-old Nikon full-frame body. Right. Even the, even the D700 from, I oh, don't know, 15 years ago Yep. was darn good. Even at yeah, 3,200 ISO, I, I did a 24-by-36-inch poster, don't see much noise shot at 3,200 ISO. Yep. You know? That's 15 years ago. Yep. So a four- or five-year-old, if you want to experiment with it and investing 5000 yep, you should be able to pick up, the, I don't know, 600 to to 1000 Yeah, a pretty darn good you know, D600, d seven. I don't know with all the model yep. numbers, yep. Uh, for the one, and see if it's something that floats your boat. And if you don't like it, you're probably be able to sell it for pretty much what you bought it for.
0: Yeah. And, yes, and, yeah. if look, and if you are going to look, and if you are going to look at a camera like that, jump onto Flickr or 500px and search for the name of the the model of the camera, uh, and find images that were shot with it. Okay. Um, it's a great but it's, it's, it's a great way of cut. seeing what the camera is capable of producing.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know
0: if that's true. Okay,
1: well, because uh, I mean, see people take photos of with shitbox cameras. Ten times better than I can produce.
0: But the point is that you know if you go to 500px and you type in you know Nikon D700, you are going to see the work of thousands of photographers who owned a D700 at some point in time, and and, 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 and
1: there's going to be post production that you can't. It's basically it's not even the image you see. The problem. That's the problem with the photo sites like 1x and 500px. Is so much of the stuff on there is so heavily edited. Okay. How much of the original images still there? I've got no idea. I mean, how much of the the issues with the original images? Right. What I would say, I would I would go to uh, call out the camera clubs. Or so. so does anyone I know have one of these cameras? Can you show me? Just send me some of your normal photos. just yeah. so, so it's not because literally you can turn anything into anything online if your Photoshop skills are good enough. As we saw with Mister Hare there winning the first prize, the booby prize. <laughs> and the, uh, Michael Boublay photo contest, whatever
0: it is. <laughs> you know. All right then. Well, let me say this: you could go to DP Review and you could download raw files from any of their.
1: That's, that's a much better view. Much better way to do it.
0: Go look at go and look at their crappy
1: uh, test shots that they took. Yep because there's certainly no manipulation on those. Yeah, and have a look. But once again, online it's going to be there. the only way. I really, do it is to download they,
0: a file. They and generally the file. do provide a link where you can download the raw file.
1: Yeah, um, I would do that. Yeah, and but at the end of the day, unless you go, oh yeah, I really would love to go out and do nighttime photos. I don't think, or or, or you do enough interior architectural stuff that you're. Always it's worrying fun. about pumping up your ISO because maybe you can't use tripods inside because they're inside buildings and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But realistically, if you're not headbutting the problem all the time already, and it's something you do on a regular enough basis, and you're not you're not being being limited to the photos you can do because of the problem, then it's not a problem for you. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're always being fra yeah, if you're a sports photographer and your camera only does two frames a second and it but at least a buffer after five images, you know, you're pulling your hair out because you're missing all these shots. Well, that's a cause reason to go out and buy something better. Yeah. You know? Uh if you're and I guess what memory cards. If you are trying to do sports stuff, and your new camera does ten frames a second, but after every two seconds, it's got to stop for fourteen seconds to buffer. Well, there's you've got to go improve the rest of the system, go improve the memory card, all that sort of stuff. Yep. has an effect. Right? Yep. But if you never come across that problem, if your camera only shoots two frames a second, and you didn't even know it could do that, <laughs> it's, it's not an issue. You know, had a camera that does ten frames. A second, exactly. Right? So, so Rob, I would heartily say. Realistically, without bloody good reason, no. Fair enough. There's never a need to upgrade gear unless there's actual issues. Yeah. Yeah, because we are a one society, of course, and we we look at the glossy mags, we look at the pretty pictures, we look at all the stuff. Yep. You know, but, you know, I could pick up my original Canon 5D from, I don't know how 15 years old that is now, or whatever it is, and go and shoot. But as you would not – you couldn't tell what camera I was shooting. My images would all look kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah, unless I was shooting in a need for 12,800 ISO, then you'd sure hell would be able to see the difference. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. So,
1: yeah, hopefully that helps and answers the question.
0: All right, yeah, and so. we haven't got back to C yet, which was the how does the full frame affect depth of field?
1: <laughs> it's a technical thing, so I don't, I don't know
0: yeah it just does yeah so rob in your email you said uh he also mentions increased depth of field it was actually the other way around moving to a full frame sensor from an aps-c sensor means that it's easier to get that bokeh bokeh say it how you want to say it yep that's the one out of blur background uh it's much easier to achieve that with a larger sensor than it is with a smaller sensor so, yeah. So as I
1: said last, I think last time was that if you if you're into macro photography, you don't want a full frame sensor. No crop sensor because that extra depth helps you get the bloody shots. Yeah. You know? But yeah. well, okay. But just wait, if, if you've got if you've got the patience of a saint <laughs> and skills of a skillful person, yep. uh, you can shoot obviously with a full frame camera. I just don't have the depth. You, people may have not noticed that they're, they're Just seeing him for the first time on the podcast here that uh, i haven't got the patience for that <laughs> i'm an angry man you know? so that will flatten the flower moving in the breeze like one millimeter the yeah. i think going in and out of focus forget about it yeah i don't, I don't care how pretty the butterflies look like yeah um, but the crop sensor is that is that let's say it's 20 easier to get a macro shot yeah with a crop sensor and if you're doing lots of landscape and obviously architecture maybe that extra depth helps as well.
0: Yeah, yep. And as for the printing photos, the size of your lounge room wall, Rob, yeah, yeah, you're never going to do that anyway. And I've had the discussion on this podcast in the past that, you know, resolution is massively overvalued by photographers uh, simply because As you print larger and larger, you are going to view that image from further away. Roadside billboards only need to be printed at one dot per inch, not 300 dots per inch like we do for magazines that are printed and that you're going to read at arm's length because you view those Roadside billboards from you know 100 meters away, and so the resolution can be a whole lot lower and still give you the appearance of continuous image tone. So, you know, there are guys that shoot roadside billboards off you know 12 megapixel cameras, yeah, absolutely, yeah,
1: yeah they used to back in the days when that's all the cameras that were that's <laughs> I put- right. The, I, I, put up a, I put up one of my own photos up on my wall recently, like yeah, like two weeks ago, recently. Been in a box in my garage for five years. So this I is a physical is print. An actual? Was well, actually a printed on metal. Oh, nice. I know it's got to be. It's got to be It's been in the box. I had not seen it for five or six years. They gave it to me. It was in a box. I never opened it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's got to be. Uh, I'm going to say sixty by ninety. Yep is pretty big. Yep. maybe even bigger. So two foot know, by three see, foot? By a hundred. It's, it's probably bigger than that. It's probably big, be over be over a meter long across the top. So maybe it's one point two by nine hundred, something like that. Okay. It's a big print. Yeah, Gross, it's a big print. Okay. And it's as sharp as an unclacker, <laughs> the uh, the photograph. Yep. But not in the print it's It's as soft as soft as my belly. Right. Correctly. Um because, you know, at that time it's it's gonna fall apart. But that's if you're looking at, it, as you say, from a foot and a half away. Yeah. But from the other side of the room, when people will pass and go. And I've got to say, the only reason it's up there is because I've been doing these live stream things. It's, an, it's my background. Yeah. Just so yeah, a photo on the wall is one of mine kind of thing. Yep. It's coming down uh, and going back in the box in the garage yep. <laughs> as, soon as, the, as soon as this thing's over. Uh, but yeah, from a distance, yeah, it's perfectly sharp, it's perfectly fine. Yep. And Just certainly online, one, it looks
0: great. One yeah. more anecdote on this uh, particular topic of resolution, Rob. I have an image that I shot in Vanuatu in 2006 on the first digital SLR that I had, which was my Konica Minolta 7D. Now, that was a 6-megapixel sensor. And I recently... uh <laughs> we we were sharing raw files on the dark table group on yes, facebook of you and oh. no 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 the reason the reason i dug this image out was because i said you know i've never been happy with the render that i've got out of this image because uh, i blew the exposure on the the clouds and the surf in the background because it was a a, a, gr- a group of you know dark skinned kids on a beach and i'd meted for their faces and so the, the you know the surf behind them and the and the clouds in the sky all blew out and, and and got clipped and you know i've always held this thing of you know hang on to your raw files because you don't know what technology will come down the pipe years to, from now that might help you restore what you think is unrecoverable with today's technology right Mm. and so I've you know on multiple occasions tried to reprocess this image and of course I you know tried reprocessing it with Darktable. anyway one of the guys on the group took my raw file and posted his jpeg of it and I looked at it and went holy crap how did he get all of that stuff that I thought was clipped in the raw file and he's brought back detail and uh Anyway, he shared the XMP sidecar file which contained all of the development steps that Darktable had applied and that allowed me to then open it in my copy of Darktable and see his result off my RAW file. And I then took what he'd done and rendered out a monochrome version of this finished image. Now, remember, this was from a 6-megapixel sensor Sent it off, had it printed on canvas. And again, canvas is only printed at about 100 dpi, so it's nowhere near the resolution of um, printed paper. But I've now got that hanging on the wall, and it's a meter wide print. And it looks amazing. And that's,
1: once again, proof of the thing about there's no point looking at 500px. Yeah, true. Because that guy's ability to do that to that file that you'd given up hope on. Yep shows that you know, yeah, the camera's got some involvement yes. but <laughs> if you ain't got the skills yeah. to really yeah, man, I, and here's the thing I don't got those skills if I look at some of my photos and go gee I wonder what it would be like if someone actually knew what they were doing yep. could, would, would actually edit this for me you know yeah because I'd love to see the photos that I like actually edited well <laughs> uh, gee, I'd, love, I'd love to see a good a good version of this image you know uh, but I'll then have those skills because I'm a lazy bastard <laughs> Yeah, and uh, if it can't be edited in a minute, I'm not doing it. Right. Yeah, you know, and um, oh, that's a lie. I'll, I'll go three minutes if it's a good left. Right. Time. So that's the thing. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's 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 hard to judge these sides because you know how much skill does that person have? Yeah. That that is so little of it is from the, the actual captured file. Yeah. That you saw either the JPEG or the RAW. Yeah. And It's more about their ability to to pull that detail out. It's like anything in life, you know. I can cook a piece. Of, I can cook a piece of steak. Yeah. And a chef can cook the same piece of steak. Not the same, <laughs> And I do the one next to me. Yeah. And they ain't gonna taste the same. Yeah. But I don't know why. But I cooked at the same length of time. I flipped at the same time that he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just something about you. Yeah, those innate skills to bring out stuff. Yeah, whether it's whether it's just natural that uh, we probably aren't gonna have. You know. Yeah, uh, and that's, so you just proved my point for me perfectly. Thank you. I appreciate. it
2: that was right.
0: So we. So that's, that's been a good episode. Yeah. Well, we're not finished yet. No, we, have, we have. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. <laughs> okay The same for the rest
1: of next week Okay Think, think on the positive side We're going to do less work next week We don't do much to start with so that's a bit <laughs> Less than nothing is pretty darn good All And right. we're landing on a high We actually said some good information there We did It's going you definitely over here Bruce <laughs> i assure you Okay. <laughs> only be downhill from here. So I love Carl and Adam and everything the else we'll
0: get to their stuff next week. All right. Well mate did David, old story? David? said anything else to you? David. Marlon. No. No, no, he did not. Well he didn't get his act together for next week.
1: And I'd love to hear back from Rob if whatever we said was of any of any value. Okay. Because I thought it was, but we just pull all over our own eyes. <laughs> and I'm going to shout out a little shout out to Alan Weston, right? Long time listener. Yep, hasn't been listening for a while. He's been catching up on episodes just recently. Popped me a little message during the week because I've you yeah know, month or two back I was pretty dumb and pretty flat and pretty had enough of the world. He just reached out and said, "Hey, mate, yeah, always around. If it just you know, if you need anything, give me an a out Yeah, just as a a lovely little gesture, so thank you, mate. I appreciate that.
0: Nice. But, um, oh, well, good, to, good to have you back, Alan. A
1: couple of lovely listeners.
0: Excellent. That's all of them, of course, but we think I've yeah. got it. <laughs> a couple of lovely listeners. All right, mate. Will you have a good week. I shall.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll uh, hopefully do okay tomorrow's live broadcast, and hopefully if it's not saved somewhere, I'll, I'll pop my videos up on YouTube. Nice. And uh, just so people can have a bit of a gander. Excellent.
0: definitely. Uh, awesome. All right, All right I, mate, we'll t- yourself. talk to you next week. And yes, you too. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya.
2: Shutters Inc. Another audio to you.com quality podcast.
0: For questions, comments and feedback, email boys at shuddersinpodcast.com.